2: Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS Affiliate, KPIX-TV in San Francisco, and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and today it's, of course, football, because uh, I think the season just started, didn't it? yeah you would say um, so. if it's we you it's probably
3: going to be a soccer question Knowing you no 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 I,
2: I don't know much about soccer except I know it's, it's it's round and it's got a bunch of things on it you yeah. can't use your hands <laughs> and you can't use your hands yeah <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry this reminds me my son when he was playing water polo as a freshman uh in high school and I didn't really know much about water <laughs> polo Yeah, you know? uh and so suddenly it's like Christian, he scored, and 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 my wife and I are the only ones standing up cheering, right? And I'm looking at, our, our, at the the rest of us uh, who were cheering for our kids, and no one's cheering. I'm going, what's going on? And I hear the coach yell, Brown, how many hands in water polo? Oh, one coach, because he had taken two hands to throw it in. Ah, <laughs> got it. I used to think also, I go, I go, what's the big deal? These guys, you know, they swim, they, you know, blah blah. And then then I realized oh, they have to tread water the entire time. And suddenly, my respect for it went way up.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's funny. Now, a friend of mine who's a multi-sport athlete said that the hardest thing he ever tried was water polo.
2: Oh, is that right? Doing the egg yes. beater, they call it, to try to you know, get up. Yeah, they
3: you know, said the leg cramps that you get in water polo are like none that you get in any other sport.
2: Yeah, and it's funny because I, I used to have to drive him at 6 a.m. in the wintertime to the pool. I'm thinking, why would they do that? I've never understood
3: why, why they, they make people get up so early. To, well, I think they can
2: compete with other sports you know, yes. during the summertime. So, Brutal. Uh, I can remember. I can remember interviewing Tony
4: Acevedo, the great uh, Stanford and Olympic uh, water polo player. And uh, I said, uh, "Hey, what? Give me a sense of of of, of how the sport is received, yeah, just just in just just in regular public." He goes, "Well, one time a lady asked me." Uh, Water polo, what, what, what about those poor horses?
2: Yeah, exactly. Hold oh on, they, they drown. All right, stay with the sporty call, on oh, one more. Brian. Attention Bay Area homeowners, Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you
1: tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com.
0: Equal housing lender. Licensed Calgary 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. With Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, you can discover the world of sea kayaking, paddleboarding, and biking in Half Moon Bay paddle among seals, birds, and other marine life in protected Pillar Point Harbor or the wild waters of the open Pacific. Our fleet is made up of single and double kayaks, a wide variety of stand-up paddle boards, and many different bikes to suit your needs, which you can use to bike the famous Half Moon Bay Coastal Trail. We also offer classes, tours, corporate trips, and private events. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, Call us today at 650 773 6101. That's 650 773 6101. Or go to hmbkayak.com for more details. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, hmbkayak.com. You've
5: seen them on the bay, in their kayaks, on their paddle boards. Yeah, they do look like they're having fun. Because they are. So what's holding you back? Trek in Sausalito is San Francisco and Marin's favorite kayak and SUP center since 1982. And they're open for rentals, trips, and classes with COVID policies in place. Spend a day or an evening kayaking with Trek on the protected waters of San Francisco Bay. No experience necessary. Want a guided experience? Trek's professional guides can take you on a number of scenic tours around the Bay Area. Great for beginners as well as seasoned kayakers. They use single and double kayaks, lightweight paddles and comfortable life jackets. Sea Trek also has stand up paddleboards as a fun way to get out into nature. Have a sensational, safe outdoor adventure with Sea Trek today. Reservations are required, so go to seatrek.com today to start your adventure. That's seatrek.com. seatrek.com Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmike.sanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmike.sanrafael.com and order your pizza.
2: Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Russell Jackman and Byrne Glenn. By the way, our last segment was sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate. Check them out at Pacific. Not public money, money it's private money. It's private money, exactly. When you, you go to the bank, right. the bank can't lend you the money. You go to them and they charge higher rates, but at least you get the money.
3: And it's still green colored.
2: It's still green colored, yes. PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right. And by the way, it came out with a new fund. But speak, speaking
4: of green money. Yeah. When's the last time when was the last time you actually like used like 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 actual paper money? God, Not I get a lot of it. I I get paid anymore. in
3: cash sometimes. Oh, do you really?
4: Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Don't tell the IRS. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: what I was just gonna say. <laughs> of course you're very honest and you report all your income, so <laughs> don't to worry about that. Um okay, let's start off with a couple of Minor things. Albert Pujols matched May's 660 home run record, huh? When that's something. Yeah, almost 500 different pitchers. How about
4: that? That's to get it done.
2: That's that's how many did May's face? I wonder. Like three, three to four hundred, I guess, because they didn't have as no many-
4: idea, no idea. But I mean, but that yeah, th- th- there's a reason why they call Pujols the machine. He just kind of shows up and just bam, just yeah. somehow gets it done. So, hey, good for him, man. Yeah, yeah, fifth—that's that's tied for fifth all time.
2: Pretty pretty amazing. Uh, and then uh, also just a little baseball: the Mets just sold for two point four billion dollars. The Mets. B, uh, a billion with a B. With a B, yeah. B, that's, yeah. Well,
4: that's, that's my a, bigger that's, deal that's, was that's was, a lot w- of cash.
3: My my bigger deal was the uh, the Giants releasing Sandoval. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, mm-hmm. saying goodbye to the Panda. That's a bigger issue to, to well, they me. They said
2: goodbye to him a few years ago,
3: to the Red Sox, and then... Uh, to me, I think that's actually one of the great sports redemption stories of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, how How he left San Francisco at the height of his career, went to Boston, was just maybe one of the worst players in all of baseball while he was in Boston, came back to San Francisco... And instead of being booed, he was rejoiced, you know, people rejoiced on him returning and he even, you know, pitched a couple innings.
2: That's right. That's right. I forgot about that.
3: And, and, and to me, that's one of the great sports redemption stories. They say you can't come home again, but, but Panda proved that wrong.
2: Yeah. When May. Well,
4: I think, I think once the, once, once the wounds healed and the, and and the hurt starts to go away, I mean, that, panda will come back if he wants to in some capacity in the Giants organization sure. He's just too much of an ambassador for for the orange and black for them to just uh, you know throw him out
2: with the rest with, with rest of the trash and then just uh, and just walk away I mean, was, the uh, 2012 I'm, I'm sure World it series. was not an
4: easy call to make but uh, but it had to be done
2: if you have three home runs in the 2012 series that just cemented
3: you know in
4: a, a,
2: a suite with a
3: what what's that He's tied with holes as the only modern player to, to get three home runs in a World Series game. Wait a minute, you don't count
2: Reggie Jackson?
3: I don't call that modern times. That's, <laughs> you know, moving back to you – know,
2: 1977 <laughs> is yeah, not – not modern
4: times. It's
3: not modern times, guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait, what are you, modern, what
2: are you years old or All something? Vern right. <laughs> you know, and I are looking at going, that was like yesterday. I still remember. Yeah,
4: 1977. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It was like my freshman year of high school. Come
2: on. <laughs> I still remember being at the bowling alley. Uh, we were catching the innings uh, in between. Uh, you know, you throw your ball and then you'd run up to the bar and find out what was going on in the world. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Um, Think,
4: i and i can i can remember I can remember even earlier than that remember when World Series games weren't even in prime time
2: yeah right they
4: they, they, they played during the day, you would yeah. have no idea what was going on, and then light bulb went out, hey, let's put this sport in prime time, and yeah. then that's that, that's when things really kind of took off I still re- i still the remember
2: TV. still remember nineteen sixty nine I was a big Mets fan and because when you're in little League, whatever team that you play for, you sort of have an affiliation for them. Uh, and so it, I was wearing Mets uniform back then. And uh, and so I was I was a big Mets fan. And I still remember they, for lunchtime, they allowed us to bring a TV in to, to watch during lunch. And I, I still remember Ron Swoboda, go, you know, laying out flat to make that catch. You mm-hmm. know? And it's funny because the next year I played Little League, I was on the Orioles team and they won the World Series. It's like, that was a good one. Yeah, life. there you go. <laughs> um, okay, before we get into football, obviously, uh, what do you think about Rajon Rondo's brother being ejected for words with Russell Westbrook? It's like it's like not, rather than you know twenty five thousand fans watching a basketball game and, and going okay, well where's that coming from? How many fans were there at the
3: time? Yeah, no, you think <laughs> you know he was trying to hide behind one of the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> he said it. He said it. I didn't say it. He said it. Right,
0: right, right. Uh, that was pretty I, I, ridiculous. I, think, I
4: mean, it, it, it was it was it was kind of a Sort of kind of ha ha funny story at the time, but now it's, a, it's just it's, a, it's just one of those things. This bridge under the water now. I mean, that's what happens when you when you bring in friends and family under the bubble. Yeah. by know. the time this show airs, we will know who the Lakers will run up and down the floor with. It's either going to be the Clippers or it's going to be the Denver
3: Nuggets. I'm putting the money on the Clippers. Which
2: would be cool because you got L.A. versus L.A. You
3: know, and that's never happened before.
2: Well, the Clippers. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to have good teams at the same time. You know, Lakers are dominant, like Clippers were just terrible. And then there was a short period of time when the Lakers were, yeah, not so good, and uh, Clippers were starting to go up.
3: I think when I look at LeBron, I see a man on a mission. I haven't seen a a guy with that kind of motivation since Jordan won his six titles.
2: You know what and I think it's partly because as they're as people are they're aging, they're realizing, you know, there's only a couple of years left. They don't know when it's going to, yeah. but it's you know it's like, hey man, this is my last chance to, for a big hurrah.
3: But I think that well, LeBron he's, has well, he's certainly last going chance it. here. Yeah. I think he's he's aiming for another three titles with with the way that he's playing with the Lakers. He he just looks focused. He looks pissed off for the most part. He's not he's not having a lot of fun and smiling and high fiving guys. He, in in fact, every time he scores. He kind of looks around at the team and says, "Why aren't you guys scoring the same amount that I am?" That's what the mm-hmm. question I get in his eyes.
2: It's I like, mean, it, yeah, we think about who he's playing with now compared to when he was playing in Miami and then even in Cleveland.
3: You know, is, is he doesn't? You don't think he's got the same rapport? I think he is much more in command. There, there was a certain kind of equality between him and Dwayne Wade when when he was in Miami that those two were kind of on the same level, you know, because because Wade had already won a title. But here in in, in LA, he is just like, I am the man. Even you, Davis, need to stand back and watch what I'm doing because I'm in control here.
4: Yeah, and I think that's exactly right.
3: I think yeah, yeah. In 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 the Star Wars
4: vernacular, he is he is Yoda leading the Jedi Knight. In, in, in the battle, game after game after game, and he's just—I mean, he—he's not letting anything go. I mean, he makes. You don't sure mind if I compare him to the injured. evil
3: emperor, do you? Being, yeah. being a non-Laker fan, I—I I compare him more to the emperor. You know? Because, oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> the evil force, right? Yeah, with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't why, why?
4: Why? Why do you think? Why do you think people knock LeBron James like that? I mean, those. those I mean, there. I've heard so much. I guess against him, but at the same time, I mean, you, you have to appreciate, you know, the the, the way he plays, you know, the the way he wins, You, you, you don't, you never read him, read about him in, 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 in any tabloids,
3: you never exactly. see
4: him on TMZ. He keeps He's his life playing. Family man, yeah. businessman. I mean, I,
2: I, I don't yeah, know why he doesn't, he doesn't I does
4: not want to knock. I'll
3: tell you why, and it's right here on my shirt. <laughs> <The> <laughs> oh. Right here on my shirt. That's why. Okay, guys. <laughs> okay. Why.
2: We're gonna cut to our first commercial uh, break trivia question. Again, we're gonna be talking football this whole time here. If a Pittsburgh Steeler kicked a field goal, that's we just pick Pittsburgh Steeler. If a Pittsburgh Steeler kicked a field goal. With the ball hiked from the fifty-yard line, and made it. How long was the actual field goal? Right. So don't if don't, if, don't if say. If the ball is snapped to the fifty for a field goal. <laughs> yeah. It, how how long, how long was the, is, actual, long field the actual field goal? Yeah. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Com One Hundred and One. Don't touch that dial. We're gonna be right back.
1: That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Oh, sorry.
3: It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
1: I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might
4: not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
0: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care.
2: All the talks we've had over the years
0: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
2: Sports Econ 101, one more time. Edward Brown here along with us, Russell Jackman and Byrne Glenn. First Easy for question. you to say. I need to be able to ask all folks. Okay. <laughs> tribute. First trivia question was a math question, I guess. If a Pittsburgh Steeler kicked a field goal with the ball hiked from the 50 yard line and made it, how long was the actual field goal?
3: Be a record. What do you mean? 67 yards. Wait, wait how long? 67.
2: 67. Very 67 good. 7 yards. That's right.
3: Yeah, 17. You, you always remember do, you, do are any of you fans a uh, fan of uh, Adam Sandler's uh, the Lonesome Kicker song uh, I, I am I am I am unfamiliar excuse me you'll have to pull that up on YouTube first of all after watching Stephen Gost- Gostowski last night <laughs> it, you really want to see Adam Sandler's Lonesome kicker because he he, okay. got, he goes through the whole he, he, it's a song about a kicker. And how crappy life is as a field goal kicker, and 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 he said, you know, they used to put the the uh, goalposts on the um uh on the uh, uh line, you know, yeah. the, the goalposts. And he said, <laughs> but people were, getting, the people were getting people were getting hurt, so yeah. they moved the the goalposts back. And who cares about the kicker? Let's just screw the kicker. <laughs> we don't care about the We don't care about the kicker. So we'll move the goalpost back. Well, look at
2: it now. Just kicking an extra point. They move it back.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Gastowski Yeah, but Gostowski yeah went not kick anymore. He 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 was almost a legendary uh, uh uh goat and he became a hero for kicking, you know, a, a 10-yard field goal last night. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Okay, uh moving on here. So, uh what I, 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 okay, now Russell, you have to kind of Calm down and stay in your seat. Well, I mentioned this, but I, the, Rams. the the 49er game, uh, a little, uh, bit, yes, very, very frustrating. Um, but w- one thing I wanted to talk about here was hitting the quarterback when he's
3: sliding. That sucked. Yeah. That sucked.
2: It seemed like there were a couple of
3: calls that were. That just, makes me really mad. I'm still angry team. about it. <laughs> stay in your seat. Those were terrible calls, yeah, I, even yeah, on even on TV, they said that the second one where where he f- rolled over him and was trying to brace himself from from falling. They said that was an illegal hit. And even on TV, they were saying that's not a good call. Yeah,
2: because it it, it should be, I think it should be a judgment call, very similar to pass interference and that sort of thing. It can't be, oh, if you touch him at all, no matter what it is. In fact, they even do that with a punter, right? If there's like very minor incidental contact, they won't call it.
3: Yeah, and also when the quarterback is the initiator in the hit, and he's not sliding he's actually you know going head first into it they can't call call a uh, a uh, unnecessary, no. unnecessary roughness on a guy who then winds up in contact with him that's just not fair you know well if he's running like that and goes head first like like a running back
4: then 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 I think he's fair game but when he but when he rear back and slides as if he's sliding in a second base then you can't touch him and it's and it's and it's it's it, it's as a defender you got your momentum going in a certain exactly. way and not not really knowing exactly when the slide is going to occur. And then it happens. It's a, uh, it's uh, it's a tough call. I mean, to, really in is. today's
3: role, Steve Young would have a thousand yards per season rush. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He would have been untouchable and he would have been able to run. And that's, I think the 49ers were in gun shy territory. They were afraid to hit Murray at all at any point in time. And that's with that right after those two, calls he had that 25 yard yeah. scramble for a touchdown i don't think yeah. that's a coincidence
2: yeah and, and then you're gonna see at some point a uh kind of a fake slide or something you know where they kind of hold up and then they're just gonna take off and and that's gonna really upset the defense but you know like you said you'll have another run you know for 50 60 yards by a quarterback because of that
3: that being said the 49ers also you know did not put up much of a pass defense. I mean, 150 yards yeah. over to um, uh, uh, Morris, uh, you know, just having uh, 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 – more having just a, a, a legendary game against the 49ers. No, they didn't – you mean, mean, you mean DeAndre you mean DeAndre? Oh, uh, Hopkins, Hopkins, Hopkins. Sorry, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. And then, um, you yeah.
2: man, I thought he was going to be out for a wolf, quite a
3: while with that ankle. Yeah, obviously, his ankle was fine, and the 49ers didn't prepare for that. And, and it was really a two-man game. The Niners were beaten by two guys, basically, all day. I mean, combine so the, the yardage Is, is between... Garoppolo
2: your man still? I, I – I, I, you know, he, he's, a, he's, a, he, he's a pretty boy, but uh, I, I just –
3: just... I don't necessarily blame Garoppolo for that. He had no wide receivers to throw to. Uh uh Bourne was the only one who even should show up and get a paycheck this week. The other niner receivers should not show up at the uh, headquarters and get a paycheck. They but just did shouldn't.
2: You, did you notice that there were a couple of uh receiver they even went back and replayed and they said, you know, so and so was open and so he he's not Montana who Montana was very good at being able to pick off and go get okay, first receiver, no, second, third, fourth, you know. Now a lot of it obviously does have to do with the front line, but you know, you got to learn how to run. You got to learn how to throw the ball away.
3: He's run shy now after that ACL tear. He he doesn't want. He is very. He's very now set in the pocket, and he doesn't go anywhere. Um, but you've got to have guys that can get free offensively, and a guy like Dante Pettis, who has been literally hand, just handed. The job at wide receiver, mm-hmm. though he's done nothing to do it, he has had the perfect opportunity to turn around his reputation as a goal breaker and actually step up and do something. He did nothing, not a single reception. Okay,
2: tell us how you really as went. the only as, as as the
4: only one of the three that were actually at that sure. game.
2: Yeah,
4: uh, if I could just kind of sure. jump in. Uh, first of all, Edward, uh, everybody. Talks about how great Joe Montana was, but nobody nobody remembers the interceptions that Joe Montana actually threw. And That's he like did Joe throw Anderson, twice a lot right? of them. That said, mm-hmm. um, the Niners let's just face it the, the the Niners were flat. They just they just yeah. they weren't in sync, and they and they they just they just didn't have it. They've they they've never played Arizona very well. Arizona rightfully probably should have won both games last year. Or at least they could have. They have the blueprint to throw at the 49ers, throw a mobile quarterback at him, let him run around, crate off the dribble, and, and, and the Niners can't recover. It happened yeah. seven months ago, and it happened on week one. Correct. That said, 49ers are going to be okay. I mean, they'll figure it out. I mean, they, uh, they weren't going to be any more than like 12 and four anyway. So uh, what hurts is that it was a division game <laughs> and that they're going to see him again in December. But uh, there's, that, but they don't have time to sit back and go. Gosh darn it, geez, we lost. Uh, oh no! They got a road game against the New York Jets. They got to spend a week in West Virginia and then go back to New Jersey and play the New York Giants. I mean, they they they, they, they got to get up and go. You got it's to split West this Ver- season up into four <laughs> halves, and 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 this this half they're zero and one, but they have a chance to be three and one at the end of the first half of the season. And
2: West Virginia is that where they're going to practice for the week?
4: Yeah, they're going to be at the they're going to be at the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia. It's not too terribly far away from uh, New Jersey, where they have to go back and play. So it's it, it's all set up. They're going to train there. It's just that they just didn't see it worth coming three thousand miles back and then turn around and have to leave four days later and go back to the same place. Yeah, especially with
3: gonna, the risk gonna, of like traveling, and now the risk of traveling, yeah. you know, is my... Well, race. That's what I was
2: going to ask is before COVID. Let's say last year, would they still if they had that kind of they value. did that last year, too. Yeah, they've yeah, the they, they yeah, they
3: done it before. Smart. They, 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 it's not unprecedented. Edward. They've done it
2: before.
3: Okay. But I think the word is out, though, that, you know, Salah may be a defensive genius, but if you throw a mobile quarterback against him, he doesn't have a game plan to stop those that's
4: because that's because a mobile quarterback that can run is un- is unpredictable I mean they they when they played at the Ravens it was it was the same thing I mean he's a guy that can make all the throws but then when things break down he becomes a threat as, as, as a running quarterback it's uh it's like an extra weapon that you have
2: boy if I were a linebacker I'd hate that <laughs> sure
4: of course you would
2: must yeah. be so frustrating, you know, especially in the front four. Probably made more frustrating for them. <laughs>
4: hey, what do you guys think? Week one, I thought, you know, overall, I um, I was expecting, you know, sloppy tackling, a lot of penalties, stuff like that. But I, it's I thought good. week one was relatively clean. It, it, and I and I and, and yeah. I thought some of that tackling was, was 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 pretty brutal. I mean, I I I came away impressed by
3: that. We're, we're gonna... Look, the performance on the field was good, but I thought the ref sucked. Yeah. I mean, well, of course. Well, you, can you,
4: you, you can say that every week. Okay, hey, well, I will.
2: Let's, let's uh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's tackle this issue uh, because I thought it was very interesting to think about how uh, football has been different than the NBA and baseball. But let's cut to another break here. <clears throat> Second trivia question on football: The first Super Bowl occurred on January fifteenth, nineteen sixty-seven, pitting the Green Bay Packers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Which NFL team was the first to lose three Super Bowls? That's our trivia question. Which? You received to lose three. I mean, it's funny. I didn't even have to say when the first Super Bowl was because that's kind of irrelevant for this question. But which NFL team was the first to lose three Super Bowls? And uh, the hint is it was not the Detroit Lions. Why? No,
3: I think they've never been in the Super Bowl. The first one still go 0 16.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, Well, yeah, that's right, because uh, with Tampa Bay, when they first came in, they didn't have 16 games. Yeah,
3: 0 14, correct.
2: All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back.
5: seen them on the bay, in their kayaks, on their paddle boards. Yeah, they do look like they're having fun, because they are. So what's holding you back? Sea Trek in Sausalito is San Francisco and Marin's favorite kayak and SUP center since 1982. And they're open for rentals, trips, and classes with COVID policies in place. Spend a day or an evening kayaking with Sea Trek on the protected waters of San Francisco Bay. No experience necessary. Want a guided experience? Sea Trek's professional guides can take you on a number of scenic tours around the bay area, great for beginners as well as seasoned kayakers. They use single and double kayaks, lightweight paddles, and comfortable life jackets. Sea Trek also has stand-up paddleboards as a fun way to get out into nature. Have a sensational, safe outdoor adventure with Sea Trek today. Reservations are required, so go to seatrek.com today to start your adventure. That's seatrek.com. SeaTrek.com
0: With Half Moon Bay Kayak Company, you can discover the world of sea kayaking, paddleboarding, and biking in Half Moon Bay. Paddle among seals, birds, and other marine life in protected Pillar Point Harbor or the wild waters of the open Pacific. Our fleet is made up of single and double kayaks, a wide variety of stand-up paddle boards, and many different bikes to suit your needs, which you can use to bike the famous Half Moon Bay Coastal Trail. We also offer classes, tours, corporate trips, and private events. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company. Call us today at 650-773-6101. That's 650-773-6101. Or go to hmbkayak.com for more details. Half Moon Bay Kayak Company. hmbkayak.com.
2: I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. We're having too much fun here. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackson.
3: Say hey, We're having just about the requisite amount of fun. Just about.
2: Just about, yeah. Okay. Just a, I'll just shorten the question. Which NFL team was the first to lose three Super Bowls? Mr.
3: Jackson And Tarkington. And the right. Vikings.
2: <laughs> Fran Tarkington, yeah. Uh, I don't know what he
3: lost first, the Super Bowls or his hairline. One of the two. Uh,
2: okay, so oh, he lost against, no. oh, so lost against the Chiefs. Shot by, lost oh. against the Dolphins. I'm not
3: a fan of Fran. But
2: lost against the Raiders, right? Those were the, that was the first time. That, Correct. Yeah. In that order. Yeah. Oh. Not bad. Okay, so um, you know, I was thinking about this. Watch but he
3: did get the job on. That's incredible. So he sort of made up for it. That's
2: true. You know what? He's a very wealthy man, a very very smart businessman. Like him and Roger Starbuck. You Starbuck
3: Starbuck, Do you remember Dude, him on the so TV show? That's incredible.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. right.
3: Yeah. With Kathy you know, I'm, Lee Crosby. I'm friends
4: with his, I'm, I'm friends with yeah. his youngest brother, Chip Tarkington. Oh who, wow. Uh, who 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 who, who when, when I when I left my first TV job for a larger market, Chip Tarkington came in for me. Oh,
2: okay. you know it, it's funny. Yeah. He, was, he was one of my favorite quarterbacks growing up because he because he was the first main quarterback to scramble, and it was amazing. Sure. watch old films. It's amazing how great he was at scrambling. Um, okay, so uh, watching Week One on TV, it was amazing how it it actually felt because of the, of the background noise and, you know, they don't show the fans too often how it really seemed like nothing had really changed, but like baseball, you could tell that, you know, because
1: baseball's slower. So
3: you have less time, you know, you're less focused in on the raw action because point. there's more things to look around in. But also know? the
2: fact that, that baseball didn't start on time and ba- the NBA, the same thing, they had a break. So it just doesn't seem the same. But football, it almost seems like there's been no change except for just seeing some people with masks on the side, right? That, well, there's
4: masks, and there's probably—I I don't know about you, but when you're when you're at the game, you hear a lot more. Of course, so I heard more f-bombs and whatnot <laughs> than that you would normally hear during the course of the week because they're, they're usually they're drowned out by the crowd. But uh, but yeah. but I mean, yeah, they're piping in noise, but you can still, yeah, you 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 can you can. You can still hear that chirping out there on the field.
2: Gotcha. Okay, but more it, but, than usual. But as as a fan watching it, it it, se- it it was a lot easier to watch than the other sports that just didn't have that same element. You know what I mean? Did you feel like that, Russell? Watching it?
3: Um well, I think that the announcers do a good job of like not emphasizing the fact that, you know, there's nobody in the stadium or anything like that. And you know, to be really God's honest with you, I don't listen to that much football commentary. You know, I'm I what, the, the the truth is when I when football is going on, I'm usually checking both of my stat teams, both of my fantasy football teams. So I'm kind of like checking that out at the same time that the game is on. Uh, you know, at that moment. Yeah, so
2: what do you do before fantasy football?
3: There was I been, nothing I've been Good playing fantasy football since 2003. Oh, You're asking me to go back 17 years, yeah. think about what football was like for me 17 years well, ago. Fantasy
2: football has changed over the last 17 years, hasn't it?
3: Not, uh, you know what? We're still playing with the same rules. Uh, we still have the same rule set for our teams, uh, for our fantasy team. I, this I, one was a. Uh, a friend of mine who's a computer engineer out in uh, the East Coast, and he made his own, own league, his own rules, his own website. It's all built in. And it's something that we, they used to do it by mail correspondence before the internet was big. Uh-huh. They've been doing it since like the early 90s. Oh, wow. And well, so...
2: Well, Vern, how's, uh, how are your saltless nuts doing?
4: uh the the, the saltless nuts are uh I love that name. nuts are okay saltless nuts went uh we, we only we only lost three games. now we're now we're playing in a different league it's not really a fantasy league saltless nuts uh uh we 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 only lost three games out of the weekend We're yeah we're saltless nuts are good. good not much taste to us but uh because we're saltless. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> going out there for, for a lot football. of people fantasy football is more important than the actual games themselves yeah. you know i mean last night i was watching the stupid titans broncos game because i was playing against steven gostowski and if he had mm-hmm. hit any of those three field goals that he choked on i would have lost i won 31 to 30 this week so it was all because he kept missing those field goals that I won but I was sitting there like this but <laughs> he was missing a 42 a 47 and a 44 and you had field no goal. Bet.
2: and you had no money bet, bet on it right
3: no but but it's a lot of bragging rights because we've been in it since 2003 mm-hmm. so you know there's there it it means plus you get this really cool like uh, a statue if you win the the Super Bowl at the end and you gotcha. get your name engraved on it
2: oh that's gonna so, be- yeah well talking about that Titans Broncos game uh, What's wrong, wrong with Fangio, the uh, coach of the Broncos? Does he think the to- timeouts roll over just like minute, phone minutes?
3: I didn't understand what he was doing with uh, – that was terrible, terrible clock yeah. management. Clock management, yeah. Yeah. Just He could have saved himself like another minute. Or what he could have done is just let, you know, um, uh, uh, the Titans run in for a touchdown. Yeah, you know, for the most part, because he was going to need a touchdown anyway. If they, if they, when they kick the field goal,
2: so how often though does a, an assistant coach, you know, or, or an offensive line coach or whatever, be able to kind of go, uh, "Hey, coach, you really need to call a timeout
3: now." He could call one himself. Assistant coaches can call timeouts, but,
2: but you know, I don't know how many of them players left.
3: can call timeouts.
2: Well, that that that's a little bit more risky from the standpoint of
3: you know the coach kind of going, "What what are you doing?" You know? And then he's saying, right. you know, giving us a chance to possibly win the game. I mean, they had the ball at the at the forty-five yard line. They could, if they had had maybe thirty more seconds, they could have uh, 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 really actually, you know, pulled off about three or four more plays. Maybe kicked in that, you know, a distant field goal. You know, it's, it was perfect kicking conditions. Their field goal kicker is pretty strong. I just I, that was abhorrent clock management. I don't understand it.
2: Hey, guys, want to change subject for just a quick minute here, but it is still on football. So I was just reading that United Airlines is being sued due to discrimination on NFL flights and other sports charter flights uh, because apparently the attendants have to be pretty, blonde, blue-eyed, young, et cetera. Have you heard that? Who said wow. that? Who
4: who went on the record and said that? Where did that quote come from? It's
2: uh, there, There's a lawsuit by some flight attendants who are being discriminated against for not being, you know, young enough, blonde enough, pretty enough, et cetera. I gotta this, start flying again. There's a preferred attendance list. I gotta start no, flying but, again. But but are,
4: are are the flight attendants suing the, the airline or are the yeah. flight attendants suing certain football teams that try no, to no, play? I I
2: believe uh, I believe it's United Airlines is actually being sued. Because I it sounded oh. sounded like the NFL was kind of, you know, say hint hint, wink wink, nod, nod. Uh you know, we have a preferred list of attendants. of attendance to uh, uh, come on our flight to handle the players and coaches and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and when you look at, you know, who they choose, it happens to be, you know, the, lo- the, the young, pretty blonde, blue eyed flight attendants. You'd
3: think really, this day uh, of,
4: I, 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 can't wait to see that go to litigation. I, 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 I
3: and yeah. you'd think in this day I mean, of me too stuff, you'd yeah. want, you know, the, the uh, uh, nurse goldbreaker instead Types to you know be the flight attendants and <laughs> today's Me Too society. You know you'd want the ugliest possible flight uh, attendant.
2: Yeah, <laughs> get yeah that's right. Sure
3: so, there so the no.
2: pretty ones get to sue for not being on the preferred list, right? Yeah, exactly. and some some uh, Chicago broadcaster I guess he has a radio show and he made some kind of misogynistic comment about uh, Maria. Is that her name for Monday Night Football? Michelle, Michelle DeFoya? I, Michelle? Michelle DeFoya? Is it Michelle? That's Sunday night, I, I don't know. Sunday. I'm still no, no, getting no, over no, the
3: Kansas no, city, no. city broadcaster got kicked out for his gay slur.
2: Yeah, no, no. This this happened to uh, Monday night. She's a pretty uh, uh, black woman. Um, but what she was wearing, you know, I mean, it looked kind of normal. But he made some comment about Lisa how, Salters? No, no, no. It was, um, it, it was Maria somebody. Um, and... Uh, it was just—it really it was kind of stupid. It's like well, this guy's making this stupid comment, and it's like, you know what? I mean, she's just doing her job, and she's—it's not like she's wearing a bikini or anything. She looked—she looked normal. Um, but I, I'd have to go back to—I'd to, to, have to go back to it. But it, it was in the—it was right on Yahoo. I like to get a lot of things from Yahoo
3: because they, they just give you a quick little. Here, here's my question to you guys. Do you think the way that the, the NFL teams perform, since it was pretty good and it wasn't a complete, you know, crap fest, do you think this spells the end of preseason football? Maria Taylor. That's who you're talking about.
2: Maria Taylor, yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah, she works for
4: ESPN. She's, she, she, she's good. She works yeah. hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's like, why make any stupid comments, you know? I mean, she's just doing her job, and she's not completely out of the realm of – I mean, not going to let her on TV with a with a – a bikini on or something like that. She didn't look like a porn star. She just looked like a professional woman doing her job. Uh, but back to your question, well, about uh, preseason, uh, I think they probably, I don't think they'll get rid of it. They might lower it to one or two games just to kind of get a feel for it. It's you obviously it?
3: you don't need it though, to to have decent football on the field.
2: True. Uh, so they say it's a little different. Obviously you're not going full speed, hitting your, your own teammates when you're uh, in preseason. so many guys get hurt practice is what i meant but so
3: many guys get hurt in those preseason games the only mantra of the preseason is don't get hurt that's nobody cares if you win or lose you just got to not get hurt
2: it's like the pro bowl same thing you know
3: worse because you have four of them you don't have four pro bowls yeah that's true and people can opt out of the pro bowl and they do but you can't opt out of preseason yeah
2: verm what do you think about preseason
3: uh, I I
4: feel bad for the for 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 the undrafted players, the players that are drafted, the uh, you know sixth seventh round that uh, that need those games, need to get themselves on tape so they can kind of showcase their talents, and it, it, not not just to 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 make that team, but to make other teams because everybody's privy to those to 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 all the all, all the video. So you only have those practices to show so much of what you can do, and. And most or all of those practices aren't tackled to the ground type practices. So you really can't go all out. You can't even, can't even touch the quarterbacks. So I, I, I feel sorry for that guy. That, that's the only thing I feel bad about in the preseason games. None of the veterans want to play any preseason games. And even, and even if they did, they're not playing any more than a quarter anyway. So uh, that that's kind of how I feel about preseason. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's, I, I think it's, Maybe necessary for for for, for a scrimmage <laughs> or two, but 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 four of them? Uh, forget
2: it. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, uh, of course, if fans in the uh, stands will kind of determine the, the the money that comes in from those games, but uh, what I'm fans? A, yeah, well, when fans. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's,
4: there's only only three stadiums had fans.
2: Yeah, good point. Okay, here's our uh, third trivia question. Now, you guys, I gave you a, a couple of softball questions, the first two. This one's a They're little about bit,
3: football. Is, now you're going to ask us a question about softball.
2: Oh, no, we're still talking football here. Who is the first defensive lineman to total 20 sacks in a season? I think I know. Really? Okay. Yeah. He, well, then you can email edward at 101com the answer to this question. Who yeah. is the first defensive lineman to to total 20 sacks in a
3: season? Is is the, he, he's is, a Hall of Famer, right?
2: I don't I don't know. Head. Oh, I
3: nope. don't know. Okay.
2: It, it's not like he's a shoe
3: in one, so Oh okay, then that might that, that might change. might change nice. it on you there. Okay. Uh
2: yeah, I honestly I, I if I had to say yes or no, I'm gonna guess he would probably not. But that's uh. just my guess. All right. Stay with us. Sport one oh one, we'll be right back with some closing comments.
5: Call the Debt Helpline
1: now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063.
5: Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares.
1: That's 855-325-1780.
0: Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If
2: you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bernie Glenn and Russell Jackman. Third trivia question, who was the first defensive lineman to total 20 sacks in a season? Who were you thinking, Russell?
3: I was thinking Dick Butkus. He wasn't a defensive lineman. Uh, he wasn't a defensive he, was, he was a middle, middle
4: linebacker. So, he, yeah, yeah he, he wouldn't have been uh, defensive
2: lineman. 20 sacks, Gosh. I'll give you a hint by giving you the name of the line because uh, it wasn't the Hogs, which would have been Washington. They were uh, the New York Sack Exchange. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, uh,
4: uh, Mark Gastineau?
2: Yes, Mark Gastineau. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, the
3: I remember him from his boxing. Yeah. Uh, his, <laughs> his attempt to at boxing.
2: He was in
4: town toward the end of his career, and we actually had him. On sports final at Cron one yeah. night. Believe it or not,
2: wow! 1984 Jackson, Jets. He was, he was making a beast his transition
4: from football to, uh, to 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 wrestling, Mr. Jack. Wrestling, yeah. And uh, and he was in town and to to. Kind no, of he was boxing. Back.
3: He did boxing.
4: Oh, I'm sorry, boxing. boxing.
3: Yeah, yeah. And he got beaten did? to to heck. I remember yeah. watching that.
2: But who did he who beat him? Was, yeah. I can't remember who beat him. We'll we'll we'll, thought, no we'll think I about that one. Okay, here we're gonna cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. Someone helping you is not always your friend and someone opposing you is not always your enemy. Interesting. Yeah. And be strong enough to stand alone, smart enough to know when you need help and brave enough to ask for it. Rather than give you funny ones, we gave you very insightful ones. How about
3: do unto others and then split.
2: Uh, Or (laughs) before you criticize someone walk a mile in their shoes that way, when you uh, run away, you've got their shoes. in you Don't out. smell them. Yeah. Yeah, right. very good. Okay. And a decent right. pair of shoes. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week.
3: Adios, America. Good night, America.